Hi, everybody. This is Darren DePaul sharing some joy at BlizzCon. And I'm glad you're sharing the joy because you're listening to Azeroth Coast to Coast. For the Horde! A little over two years ago, two average guys sat down in a fountain and laid out the groundwork for a little show that they've been thinking of doing. In that show, they would take the knowledge of the veteran and the fresh eyes of the new player and attempt to pass along their collected knowledge in the hopes of helping other new players learn from their mistakes. Soon joined by a stranger, the two became three, and Azeroth Coast to Coast was born, with a little help for the name from their good friend Vince. Today, despite an irregular upload schedule and various moments of rage, the three remain friends and bring you what is currently being piped into your ears. How you doing, guys? Good. How are you? Doing absolutely fantastic on this, the second anniversary of Azeroth Coast to Coast. Yay. Yeah, uh, which uh, up to episode 83. Um, so for those of you who know how to maths, um, that doesn't <laughs> add up to two years worth of shows every Saturday. We uh, missed a few. A few, uh, like 11, like 21 shows. <laughs> Although, in fairness, 21 shows in two years is not, like, terrible. We can count that as, like, a high, like, a season break. Yeah, we, we take, like, short season breaks in the middle of it. That <laughs> works. That works well. That works out for me. I, that, that's a good <laughs> enough excuse. <clears throat> Life is hard. Life sucks. Um, yep. Exactly. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi. What's been up? Uh, let's see. What have I been doing? Um, lots of Heroes of the Storm. Uh, we've been playing a lot. I've been playing a lot of that with the guys that we met up with the BlizzCon, Danny, Anthony, Shepard. All of them is a lot of fun. Where the fuck's Bijan? I haven't seen Bijan in a million years. He's been around. Bijan, well, we saw him at BlizzCon. He's been around, but he's like not been around. <laughs> Goddamn Bijan. Yeah, I miss Bij. Um, we've been playing a lot of Heroes. Daniel is obsessed obsessed with Orphea, like absolutely obsessed with her, but he's actually really good at her as well, so it's kind of annoying. Um, what else have we been doing? Spyro Reignited, I'm obsessed with it, it's my childhood reimagined and I love it. Your remaster oh, for Spyro. Yeah. Yeah, it's so yeah, good. yeah. Hey dude, I have, a, I have both the Crash and the Spyro remastered and they're great and I love them both and so good. Well, I'm glad um, you're having fun at least. Yeah. And of course, D&D. D&D! I'm yeah. going to let you do the story. I'll but explain that the, during my week. Yeah. Of the campaigns that I'm doing, I'm having a lot of fun in all of them, especially the Tuesday night one, regardless of what we're, what we're, what we're doing on it. Which campaign we're actually fun. playing. Yeah. Yeah, because we have two, because people can't show up some, so we've kind of mashed around a little bit. It's pretty good, but it's fun. Yep. I'm loving it. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so that sounds, like, that sounds like a pretty full week for Chris. Hey, Kevin. Yeah. How shit's been, brah? Good man. Um, got some Mythic Plus runs done earlier this week. It, we've been pulling teeth to try to get a Mythic Plus group together, but we've been able to run some. 
to this week we've run a five and a six so far. Um, just because we had some newer players and we we're trying to gear them up. Um, I also downloaded and started playing a game with my friend from the guild, Guth, and that game is Path of Exiles. My first time trying that game. It's Path of Exile. Path of Exile. Mm-hmm. Um, Exile. Pretty fun so far. It really brings back the Diablo 2 feels. Um, the game is beautiful. It's The graphics are really good. The Gameplay so far is really good. It's I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, it's good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, I'm playing my lightning wizard that I played in Diablo two, so <laughs> I'm excited for that. Um, and I also downloaded a game and started playing it on Nintendo Switch called Starlink. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Um, I've heard a bit about it. It's kind of like the the whole games to life thing Toys that they to were life. doing a couple of years ago. Toys to life, yeah, kind of thing they were doing a couple of years ago. Yeah, I didn't buy the toys. I just bought the digital deluxe edition, which is currently on mm-hmm. sale. Um, <clears throat> but in that game, basically, it's a lot of uh, space battles, like um, spaceship battles, and then there's a bunch of like on world stuff where. You know, you're on a spaceship, but it's kind of more 2D. Um, not not 2D. I don't know how to explain it. It's you're not like flying around. You're like hovering over the top of the planet. It's, it's on rails. It's, yes. it's an on rail shooter at that point. Yes. <clears throat> um, but it it reminds me a lot of like Destiny and um, like original Star Fox. It's it's really fun. You should try it if you haven't. It's I uh, been enjoying that a lot this week. Oh, it. If I do end up picking up a Switch for the wife for Christmas, I will give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, if you like, you know, space battles and stuff. And a lot of the stuff on the planet is fun. Like, you build bases to, like, push back the Legion forces. I've I've been really impressed with it. That's all I'll say. Oh, so it's the Broken Isles. Okay. Yeah, kind of. There's a, there's, <laughs> daily, there's definitely, like, quests in it. It's, so, it does kind of remind me of WoW, like, daily quests and stuff. Okay, okay. And building reputation and uh, leveling characters, leveling guns, leveling ships, okay, okay. Uh, skill trees, modifications for guns. It's it's cool. Interesting shit. Then yeah, there yeah, there's a lot to do there. Um, a lot of stuff keeping you occupied and keeping you busy. Yeah, I mean, I had off this week, so you know, played some yeah, video look at games. You, you piece of shit. You had time off. I didn't. <laughs> What about so, you? So that actually is a perfect segue into my week. Um, so if you haven't listened to the show for a while, I am a retail manager. So this last week was hell on earth for me. Yep. Um, the guys think I lost a tooth in Black Friday. I didn't. Um, no, no, no. Kevin thinks you lost a tooth in Black my Friday. Black Friday for us was actually very, very uh, relatively calm. Uh, busy as all unholy fucking get out, but it was relatively calm, all things considered. Um, what I've been doing in the last week, uh, or last couple of weeks, since I haven't been on the show for a while, um, I did, um, <clears throat> I've been playing a little bit of Warframe Fortuna, which is the most recent uh, open world expansion to come out for Warframe, been playing a little bit of that, uh, playing a lot of Hearthstone, like I always am. Mm-hmm. Let's be frank, when am I not playing Hearthstone? Okay. Um uh playing i've been playing a lot of like mobile games and and things like that because i've been working so long 
I basically have like these 30 and 40 minute chunks of time where I get to sit down and just have some time to myself. So I've been playing a lot of those kind of things. Um, did I play anything else? Uh, like video game wise, did I play anything else video game wise? I don't think I really did. Um, I think that was pretty much it. Um, you I'm playing a lot of board the games. D and D story. Oh yes, I will go into the D and D story. I'm playing a lot of board games. Um, picked up some board games for Black Friday, and that's really about the only thing I picked up for Black Friday. I did most of my shopping online for that. Um, but I have been playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons a lot. Of course, uh, we have the main campaign uh, with uh, Chris and I. Chris, myself, uh, our friends uh, Shaper, Nikolai, and uh, Arlie also involved Shepherd, in that. Nikolai, Shepherd, Nikolai, Arlie. Shaper. I said Shaper. Um, you said Shaper. I said Shaper. Yeah. Uh, Shepherd, Nikolai, and Arlie uh, is our main campaign. And we also have a side campaign for Dungeon of the Ma- uh, for uh, Dragon Heist, Waterdeep, Dragon Heist. Um, and in that, I TPK'd my whole party uh, with the first real encounter they go into. So if you've played uh, Dragon Heist, you know that the first real encounter that the party can get into on their own is typically going to be the encounter against the Kinku. Um, and the Kenku got the surprise round on them and got the jump on them. And I know technically enemies don't really get a surprise round sometimes, but I gave them a surprise round anyways, because they like literally kicked the door open rather than trying to like sneak in. And yeah, they died. I one shot the cleric with a crit. You one shot me with a crit. With a natural 20 crit. Um, so and then the rest of them just kind of like attrition fell as time went on. And it was fantastic and hilarious because um, I just, yeah, just totally complete 100% TPK on them. Um, Yeah, that was it was good. It was it was good. It felt good to kill my kids. But that's pretty much about everything that's been going on with me. Um so I, I'm glad I'm glad we could all be here for this, the second anniversary show. Yeah. I'm glad all three of us could be available for this. Yeah. Um, so in that regard, did we have any listener feedback? Not no. really. <laughs> no. Guess why that is. We haven't been consistent with shows. Correct. So what are we going to do in the next year? Be consistent with shows. <laughs> We're gonna. I, I'm gonna say this right now. We're gonna try to put out 52 episodes minimum in the next wow. 12 months. Okay. Oh god. One episode a week. Okay. Okay. And and the problem is when you say that, that inevitably is the time when like the whole thing falls apart. Yep. So why are you saying it? <laughs> because I like to tempt fate, sir. Oh, I enjoy tempting fate. Mm. Okay. Next week it's we like, just have a blow up fight and we all we all hate each other. It's like you're having a really quiet day at your work and then someone says, Wow, it's really quiet today, and then just everyone shows up. <clears throat> yep, that's half the fun of it. <sighs> mm-hmm. So we didn't have listener feedbacks, but I did compile a all time top ten list for countries that listen to us. Now is this list in order? This list is in order. Okay. From the most listened to the least listened. So the most listened country was the US, then the UK, Canada, Australia, Czech Republic, Ireland, Germany, Denmark, and Japan. All right. Thank you. 
everyone yes. from around the world. I mean, it's very uh, fairly Eurocentric. Uh, Ooh, Europe. It's fairly Eurocentric, but we do have uh, we do have uh, a couple of little outliers in there. Um, so I'm actually quite thrilled about that. It's because you got your token European. Yeah, you got your token Europeans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, uh, thank you all so much uh, for listening for the last two years. Those of you who've been around for the whole two years, and those of you who haven't, uh, welcome to the party. Mm-hmm. Um. So, hey, Kevin. Yeah. That was a pretty interesting introduction before uh, before my throwaway to the show. Yeah, you may have um, you may have recognized that voice on the introduction for the show. That was Darren DePaul. Um, we caught up with him at BlizzCon, and he was uh, grateful enough to do an intro for our show. Gracious, uh, gracious, yes. Um, and yeah, uh, Vince accosted him at a coffee shop and <laughs> bought him a tea. Um, and we asked him to do an intro and he said yes. So, uh, yeah, very, very happy about that. Um, I mean, we're grateful. We're grateful. He very did grateful. Yeah. We're very grateful. But for the people who are living under a rock and don't know who Darren DePaul is, he is the voice actor for Reinhardt. He is your shield. And many other Blizzard characters. And many, many yes. other yes. Blizzard characters. Many but Blizzard the one characters. That, the one that has stand out mm-hmm. for re- in recent memory is Reinhardt. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's very well known at this point for Reinhardt. He makes appearances at like lots of fan shows. He does BlizzCon every year. He works with a lot of uh, a lot of geek stuff. So and he's a super yes, nice he's guy. Ve- he's very well known in the Geek and Sundry community. He has his own shows. He guest roles on Critical Role sometimes. He's all over the internet. We love this man. Yep, Darren DePaul is a fantastic individual. And thank you so mm-hmm. much. Um, I, I very severely doubt he's going to listen to the show. Um, I'm sorry if you are. Um, uh, we apologize they, for so many we, things. We apologize so profusely. I am so sorry. Um, but uh, thank you so much for giving us that wonderful little uh, introduction blurb we had right there. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. So what's up uh, in this week in the world of uh, the Internet and Blizzard mm. games specifically? Not much. <clears throat> there's some little bits and bobs here. Uh, there's the there is they did mention that there's going to be some changes to Uldir and okay. Warcraft uh, at the up and coming maintenance uh, server maintenance on the 27th and the 28th for Europe. Uh, they're going to be changing a lot of the Mythic stuff, but one of the ones that did stand out is something that is non-specific to Mythic. It's something that's all over them, and it involves the Mithrax fight. So for people who are aware, aren't aware, Mithrax is the second to last boss in Uldir on all versions. Uh, his visions of madness during the second phase of the encounter will no longer strictly prefer to target uh, no longer strictly prefer to target range players with mindfully so they'll be hitting the entire raid thank god now what that means is that your cat your healers uh, your hunters and your casters are not gonna just be melting during that second phase and we kind of love that because that was a nightmare mm-hmm. <laughs> so Thank you, Blizzard, for that. <laughs> um, and the uh, na- n- Nariki. Sure. I, I read. The, I'll be honest. I read that initially as Iraqi. <laughs> Naraki. We'll go Naraki. It's we'll go it's, Naraki. No, it's Naraki or Naraki. Naraki. The Naraki, I guess de- the Naraki destroyer. Their health is being reduced by ten percent. This is also something that happens during the second phase. It's the ads. It's the other ads that spawn during the second phase. 
another nice change because second phase can always be a little thing that's kind of annoying. First phase is really easy, and then second phase is just annoying well, as all hell. Especially when you have to kill a million ads. Yeah, but you don't have to hit the boss during that phase, so it's not that bad because it's the only thing you're focusing during that phase. Um, so it's another little, you know, little nerf to the fight. It's not a difficult fight overall, but it's just the first one was definitely quality of life and needed to be done because range was just getting slaughtered. Um, the uh, the nerf to the health pool wasn't needed, but it, I accept it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, MMO Champion also gave us a really awesome uh, preview of Darkshore, uh, okay. which is the 8.1 Warfront that we're getting. Uh, and there are some differences to what we've experienced so far. For starters, the intro to the Warfront is notably longer. Uh, you're going to be killing your way to the center of the map. Um, wood will now drop from fallen enemies such as Ancients, uh, Catapults, and Glaive Throwers. Okay, that's, that's actually nice. that's, that's decent. That's a decent change. Mm-hmm. Uh, names and models of familiar buildings and vehicles have give, been given a night elf and forsaken flare, which is very cool. Um, and at the very end, instead of t- instead of um, a gate to break down before taking on the final commander, you need to destroy four cannons on ships offshore. Uh, your vehicles will do it normally, just like they did in the uh, in the Ultrak. Uh, Ultrak, yes. Or is it Arathi? Uh, Arathi. And the Arathi one. Um, but there will also be two spear launchers that will be on the shore for players to pilot. So a little bit more interaction with the players instead of just the NPCs doing all the end stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's a little... It's 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 nicer. It's, it's, it's a little bit better. Um, obviously, we're also going to be getting the heroic mode. And we've got some awesome pictures of the base camps. And it just... It looks great. It, honestly, dark, the Dark Shore one looks really, really good. I just hope that they've learned from the first one. You know I, I mean? just hope they keep cycling them quickly. Yes, I think once, like I said when we first talked about Warfronts, once once we get more, it'll be cycling and there'll always be something to do with them. But because they only released the one, there's a lot of downtime. Yep. And until we get more, ugh, you know what I mean? Yep. So and uh, hopefully. the other the other important thing you have to mention is that also uh, when your faction is in control of it, you'll get a large chunk of quests in addition to the rares and stuff. Or is it the other way around? Uh, no, no. Uh, when your faction is in control, you get yeah. a large chunk of quests. You'll be getting things. a large chunk of dailies, I think they said, correct? Or was it yeah, we, <clears throat> My worry <clears throat> is that, well, no, it, it's not going to be dailies. This time they're being smart and they're listening to us because you know you know what did we say, Kevin, about Arathi Highlands? They gave us the world. They gave us daily quests when they literally created the world quest system to phase out daily quests. So in Darkshore, we're getting world quests. Yes, the world quests. (laughs) Yay! They're actually being smart. They're using a system that they used to actually. Get rid of dailies. Yay! <laughs> I'm happy about that. I really am. That was fucking great. <laughs> and But the funny thing is that you do see a lot of complaints like, I'm already sick of world quests. Yeah, but you're already, you've been sick of daily quests since Mess of Pandaria. So, um, I've you know? been sick of daily quests since BC, sir. Okay, okay fair Shatari, Ogrela, fuck <laughs> off. Oh, let's not talk about Ogrela. Yeah, hey, hey, there's a here's a whole world quest hub that you know you can't do until you get fast flying. 
Um, there's also oh, going gotcha. to be a metal vendor. So when you do the world quest, I'm assuming that you'll get like marks of. Honor I think it's for doing the war fronts themselves, not for the. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's for participating in the war fronts. Okay, but there's going to be cosmetic items, pets, and mounts available. And I will be buying all of them when I get a chance. Yep. Because mounts. Because mounts. So I think that kind of covers most of WoW for news. Covers most of yep. WoW. Covers so most of WoW. Most of WoW. Pilgrim's Bounty ends this what week will, too. Yeah. What I, what I will say, Master and Apprentice, that's a YouTube channel, they just created a beautiful Thunder Fury Blessed Blade of the Windseeker. I highly Did recommend everyone Thunder to go Fury, look at Blessed it. Blessed Blade of the Windseeker? Someone definitely said Thunder Fury Blessed Blade of the Windseeker. Um... The it's it's on it's on Rooster Teeth. It's a Master and Apprentice. It's really fucking good. I will link it on our social media, and I'll link it on, and we'll have the a link to it on our show notes. It's so fucking good. Ah, awesome. All right, I think that covers all of Wow. Cool. Yeah. Um, Diablo patch two point six point four is out, and the new season started a little no, while it's ago. it's not out. It's on PTR. It's on the PTR, but, but the new season started a while ago. Woo. Yeah, they're doing huge buffs to basically all sets in uh, this new patch. Yeah. Like, some of them are ridiculous. Like, you know, I'm just glad I did all thousands like, of additional percentage. I, I, I'm just glad I did all of like the stuff that I really was really thrilled about. Like, the really shit that I really wanted to dig at before all this stuff started happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it's it's a little on the absurd side, to be frank. Yeah. Um, Hearthstone Rostacon's Rumble will be uh, is is available for pre-purchase and should be coming out fairly soon. Um, uh, yeah, December. Yep, they are in the middle of doing the uh, preview streams, the reveal streams right now. Um, mm -hmm. I think we're on day five at this point, so we should have a couple more days left uh, for Rostikon's Rumble cards to reveal. It's looking mm -hmm. like an interesting set. Um, I'm still on the fence on if I'm pre-ordering or not. Um, I am also on the fence, but it's it's because the only reason I want to pre-order is because it's a troll set, and I fucking love trolls. Mm -hmm. um, they um, have some. They have some interesting cards in it. They have. They, they have. They've, they've got some interesting cards in it this year. Yeah. Um. It, it, it's um, kind of one of those sets where they get to throw whatever they want into it because the theme is so open-ended. Mm -hmm. As long as it's trolls. No, 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 no. There, there are trolls, there are pirates, there are uh, there's everything. elementals, there's all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is one of those sets because it's basically a set that takes place in the Gurubashi arena they get a lot of room to play around with and they can mm -hmm. pretty much throw whatever they want into the set. This is a set where you can go, oh, well, the main theme is trolls. So most of the cards will be troll or Gurabashi related or mm -hmm. Stranglethorn Veil related. But everything else can be whatever the hell we want because, uh, LOL, yep. it's an arena. You can throw whatever you want into it. And it's Hearthstone. You can throw whatever you want there anyway. Yep. Um, uh, there's... For heroes, there's still no information or any hints or leaks or anything about what the next hero is going to be. We are keeping our eye out because Orfeo's been out for, what, two weeks now? Something like that, yeah. Um. So usually at this point, we start to get some, you know, some hints, some hints about who's coming next. So, But we are keeping our eyes out and anything that we see will be shared and retweeted on our social medias. So, but I... Yep, yep, yep. All right. Um. So... Goes into Overwatch. Um, Ash is on 
live now? live she went live last week uh she's so same same week as orfea's up for the last two weeks she's <laughs> whew, she is fun kevin do you know anything she... about bob and ash bob's yeah, great i've killed bob a few times i <laughs> heal the fuck out of bob whenever he's up that fucker cannot die i love it it's great yeah he's really hard to kill I run uh, around as Mercy and just heal him, and when he's not taking damage, just boost the hell out of him. Um, so we don't know exactly what's coming in with the next set of heroes. We do know that they are pretty much in the pipeline and ready to go. Yep, they always are. Um, well, they, they, this is something they specifically mentioned during BlizzCon, if I remember correctly. I think they had like the next four heroes in development already. I don't know. Like that was for heroes, wasn't it? Was it for heroes? I think it was for Heroes of the Storm. Overwatch, no. it's... Over, no, we watch well, Ash. It, Ash was only developed when they made the McCree short. Yeah, but we also know that Echo is in development, and yes, we know Echo's very she's likely not going to be the next hero. She won't be the next hero, but she's in development and fairly somewhere, apparently somewhere fairly close down the pipeline. Yep. That's, but we don't, that's we don't, the implication we don't know, that we got. We don't know who's next. We don't know how many's next. We don't know how many they've got ready to go, but. We know that Ash was created from the short from the short that they made with with uh, um, McCree. I was going to say Matt Mercer there, McCree, um, no. and that she was hey. going to put in the medal, Chris, because she was so cool. Yes, is that Jennifer Hale? It is Jennifer Hale, Matt and okay. Jennifer. It's great. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, I'm like, is is that Jennifer Hale? I'm pretty certain that's Jennifer Hale. It's, it's Jennifer, is Jennifer right? Hill. It is Jen- it's it's Jennifer. Great. It is, no, the name is Jennifer, right? I'm not getting the wrong uh, name. hundred percent it's Jennifer Hill. Okay. No, no, her first name. I was like, is that is, is her first name Jennifer? I'm repeating it because it's correct. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> okay, just making sure there. Um so yes, I was like, that's Jennifer Hale. Okay. Alright, that's fantastic. Way to go, Blizzard. You have a who's who of people who did anime and video games in the late nineties, early two thousands. Fantastic. Thank you so yep. much, y'all. Um, so good. <clears throat> Starcraft. Um, yeah. Zeratul's free. Zeratul's up. He's ready. He's good. Zeratul's out. Um, yeah. That's about it. <laughs> that's, that's really about it. Yeah. Sorry, Starcraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, any of the non Blizzard games, Kevin? Mm, no. Destiny 2 Forsaken was on sale, but it's not worth it, it for me to buy it still. Destiny 2 did win some awards. Forsaken won some awards. For what? So did Black Ops. This is me making a jerk-off motion right here. Like, I care. Yeah, trust me, I know. I know I'm the same. Um, Yeah, they won some awards. I can't remember which ones, but I know they won awards. Now, have either of you two played Forsaken? No. I play a little bit. I'm trying to decide if it's going to be worth it to buy it. I played a little bit. The thing is, I have, I have, with, with with the price of WoW tokens dropping rapidly. Yep, I, can I have, buy more. Yeah, yeah, I have enough money. I have enough gold saved up that I could buy a couple of tokens and just go ahead and purchase stuff. But I'm trying to decide That's if it's what I be did. worth it. That's what I did with Forsaken. It's it's okay. I mean, it's, it's, are nah. you going to play the game? That's how it's going to be worth it or not. But the thing is, I look at it like this. I have. I have a very large stash of gold. I was going to go ahead and try to buy the mount, the 5 million, 5 million gold mount, but, or the 2.5 million, whichever one it is, the, the Brontosaur five. five. Yeah. I was going to buy it. And I was just like, you know what? Why am I saving for this? I don't really play all that much. Wow. Anymore. So I'm like, okay, I can just convert it into battle net currency. I can just convert it into battle net balance. That'll be fine. 
And just buy so, shit with it. Yeah, it's like and buy stuff for games that I actually do play a lot more, like Hearthstone, or you know, maybe I didn't feel comfortable, you know, spending like my actual factual real money. Like the stuff that's in my bank account right now on Forsaken. But, you know, this is stuff that I've accumulated over the last few years. You know, it's amortized over and it's like, if okay, you don't, yeah, whatever. If you don't buy Forsaken with it, you could try and get back into Heroes. Maybe get some Heroes that you actually want to play. Maybe some of the newer ones. I, I MOBAs, I play free to play all the time. Okay. Yeah, but it's technically free to play. Yeah, well, it's I don't buy Heroes. I earn No, I mean, if you, buy, if you buy it with the balance, balance that you've won with Endgame it's currency, technically, technically yeah. free to play technically free to play that that's that's um Loophole. that is some semantic bullshit talk right there you know me i'm all about semantics i know um <laughs> so anything else going on with the non-blizzard stuff kevin no no not really uh hey kevin why don't you tell me about the fantastical sales and things that have been going on on the blizzard store there right yes there. there is some blizzard gear store sale and the the game store sale so uh with the gear store Check it out. Um, it's gear.blizzard.com. Uh, and there's a bunch of stuff that's on sale. Uh, I ended up buying a sweatshirt that was I, says Azeroth on it. Am, now, am I thinking of the wrong company and these sales are going to the 30th for Blizzard? Um, I believe it is going until the 30th. Yeah, but... so the game sales and then the gear shop sales, theoretically, I think, are till the 30th? Uh... Yeah, I will check it out. I, I will just go ahead and open that up real quick while we're talking. Uh, but yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that's on sale. And okay, the, um, the the one thing that I thought was cool was the Overwatch League hats are like the really nice New Balance ones that they created. And they're like $9 a piece. Um, so I think that's probably one of the things that's really worth it to buy. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, don't. It runs until the 30th, confirmed. Yeah, if, if if I mean if the Houston one wasn't so god awful, <laughs> if the Outlaws one wasn't so god awful, like bright lime green and black, mm. I would consider picking it up just because it's Houston. But yeah, because it is lime green on black. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, there's a bunch of little stocking stuffers here. If you have. People in your life who would appreciate this kind of stuff but um there's a lot of clothing on sale there's a lot of the esports stuff the books are on sale too um clothing 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 yeah go check it out all right um i think that covers the news holy shit we covered the news guys yeah because there's no news there's not much of it it's not one of those episodes where like three quarters of it is the news and us talking about the news hey hey guys well guess what what well this is our second year anniversary yeah well technically next week is the second year anniversary for me but this is the second year anniversary for you two Mm-hmm. No, it's yours too. I don't care. It's yours too. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's really fucking crazy. It's that is yeah, it's cool. I didn't insane. All of, all of this started because Kevin and I went to BlizzCon, sat at the fountain, and decided we were gonna do a show. Yeah, that intro was factual. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that introduction the, was 100% technically factual. the show started when we started it, and not when Gavril joined the show. 
Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> I literally said, soon joined by a stranger, the two became three. And yeah, but that's when we coast, really, really became Azeroth coast to coast. That's when we really, that's when it became a thing. That's okay. okay so yes, you are that correct, Kevin. That was our Kevin. solid. Actually, okay. you are correct, Kevin. That, that, Don't that, help him. No, no, no. He's right. He's right. Like uh, the, the the language and wording I used in there. Yes. So um, I joined in around episode two. If you haven't listened to the early episodes, good for you. Um, That's probably a good idea. Um, the first like 15 or so episodes are not so great. Mostly. Well, I don't think that they're not no, great. Don't, they're, just, they're not great. They're not great. Don't lie to people. They're just shows. Their shows, and it was very much before we had kind of decided that, you know, to, to inject a little bit of ourselves into this. Um, uh, I think that in two years, we've learned a lot about uh, interacting with each other. Um, I still can't stand still. I'm physically incapable of standing still during this show. I'm constantly moving. Um, oh, so am I. And moving my mouth. So uh, I know this infuriates Kevin because my audio quality bounces all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's true. Absolutely infuriates Kevin. Um, I learned that editing this show is a big pain in the ass sometimes. We do uh, have some with, high respects for Kevin on that one. Yeah. With with the with that episode that I did with Arlie, <laughs> uh, Miss Robbins, um, that was ooh, that was a nightmare editing that episode because of the desync errors we were having which we also learned that uh doing a web-based uh recording a cloud-based recording system is terrible yeah pretty much doesn't work for us it does not um maybe if we were all on the same continent maybe maybe but even when you and arlie were on the same continent it still didn't work yeah it still had all the desync issues so there's that Mm -hmm. um so I've also learned in the last two years that um, uh, I hate both of you with a burning passion. I don't think you learned that. I think you, that was like more of just a thing that I think was, that was ingrained. solidified. Yeah, I'm pretty certain that was just ingrained that. in me. Pretty sure you knew that. Yeah, pretty certain that. I knew that. Yeah. Um. So did either of you two learned anything in the last two years? Uh, I've learned that Kevin and I are very different people. Like night and day different people <laughs> okay but but we get along very well and that's what makes us stronger our differences if i knew the words to ebony and ivory i'd be singing it right now i yeah, i don't know I what don't the know words are this. i don't i don't even i barely know what the strong is no because my point is my point is kevin that you and i are so opposite in regards to everything but when we sit down and we are able to have a discussion, we're able to, most of the time, let's not bring the Diablo episode into it, most of the time. This is a um, fucking retrospect. Kevin, can you, can, you, can you pull that audio file for me can and, he insert, not, and insert no, that? Can he Chris, not? Chris told me if I replayed it that I would be... I would murder him. Yeah. He's still, no, he said he would you never be talk playing to me the whole forever. thing. You wouldn't be playing the whole thing, just like that. This is a that. fucking retrospective. I don't want that done either. Um, the, my point is that even though we are exact opposite and we have completely different thoughts and opinions on things, we're able to usually sit down and have a conversation and not murder each other. It's nice. I, I, I kind of disagree. I don't think we're complete opposites in every way. Like I think that's 
of hyperbolic, but um, yeah, I mean, we definitely have our differences of opinion and can still get through a conversation on most days without um, blowing up and storming out of the podcast. Yes, I'm pretty certain <laughs> we can nowadays. So that's that's growth. I mean, that happened once, okay? Oh, wait, it twice. It happened twice. No, once. I think that actually happened twice, Chris. No, it happened once. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. No one has ever stormed out of the podcast like that since then. Since then. Okay. I, I, I just, maybe I just have like a really fucky memory. Yeah, you do. I mean, we've definitely had our arguments where I've just muted them and stopped talking before and possibly after the show, <laughs> but never during other than that one time. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, see, this is healthy, kids. We get to talk about our feelings mm-hmm. and what has done, what we've done with them, which is, in my case, just bury them deep inside myself. Yeah, internalize. Um, we we all have decent quality microphones now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Semi decent recording setup, so that's cool. Yeah, I still need to get some soundproofing panels for the new uh, room. I'm not allowed to. I rent this a property. Yeah. Well, no, you can you can hang them with like command yeah. strips, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but knowing my luck, I saw I end up wrecking the paint or the wall. Not surprising. Yeah. That exactly. <laughs> I'd probably break something. <clears throat> I'd be putting um, them up and I'd go through the wall. Yeah, that's actually some another thing we could like segue into for like the two years. Um I bought a house. Woohoo! I, I bought a house. I'm, I'm inside of that new house now. Um, that's also why you haven't been around too much in the last. Yes, month that or was so. that was. Yeah, that's why I wasn't around for like a good chunk of like October and part of November. Um, and I, I think actually all of us have moved in the last two years. Yeah, accurate. I yeah. I moved out as well. Yeah, I'm in a new house. Yeah, uh, Chris moved out and he's uh doing a f- doing a house sharing thing with some friends. Kevin moved to Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Accurate. it's absolutely, that's the, it's actually, that's a, little, a lot of change in two years. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Still the top show though. Yep. About 20% so of looked, our total listens. Very quickly. I want to, I want to very quickly, cause I just looked down at my phone and it's a tweet from Frazzlecast. Mm-hmm. They marks our two year podcast anniversary. Yeah. That's... We share an anniversary with Frazzlecast. <laughs> well, really? shit. Go Frazzlecast! Cool. Congrats on their two years. Congrats! Congratulations, hey, no, Frazzle. He's no, he just liked our post. I posted that said oh, today marks on. our two-year anniversary. Oh, okay, that works too. Kevin, Frazzlecast likes that. You made it. You made me confused. You made you, me all confused. You confused Stop being the wrong Scotsman. It's not hard to do though. <laughs> oh, shots fired! <laughs> shots fired! Yep. Um, yeah, but I mean, damn, man, two years. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah you all told me to like be nice and not like curse in the beginning. I mean, now it, I just curse yeah. like every other fucking no, the other no, thing. No, no, no. Kevin said be nice and don't curse. I encourage a cursing. I knew that cursing was going to be impossible to stop, especially yeah. with Chris. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they say cunt I don't over use, there like, the, like it's hello. It's punctuation. It is punctuation for uh, the Anglo world. Yeah, much exactly. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I don't say the words you don't want me to say. I try not to, at least. <laughs> yeah. Should I go through the list now? I'll just go no, through the whole list no, now. No, 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 you sure? Yeah. No, oh, bad, bad kind of sure, kind of sure. I mean, it's a short list. It won't take very long to go through. Um, oh, you know what I learned? I learned I'm what? not as funny as Gavril because I tried to do his intros and then I just gave up because they were never as funny. Yeah, that's that's accurate. <laughs> and he stopped doing or he he hasn't even he has never attempted to do the song intro because that's like a Gavril trademark. Mm-hmm. This is the Gavril trademark. And there was no song intro this week because this was a serious sort of introduction this week. Mm-hmm. And, and, next week and next week I request Ikijiki. It, next week if i'm fucking here because i have work asshole okay yeah, the week probably. after i request ikijiki yeah and that's the other thing that changed uh when we first started recording the podcast i was off on the weekends um and my position at work changed uh retail management fuck yeah um my position at work changed and i ended up having to start uh working alternating weekends so i'm not actually available every week for the show anymore mm-hmm um, for a long stretch of time there, I was the most con- I was the most consistent person on the show. Yeah. And now and it's like, oh, we still haven't switched the Kevin. show time. Yeah, we still haven't fucking switched the show time. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, um, the, the other yeah. thing that's changed is our format. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's went through so many changes. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. changed the format a lot. Yeah. I thought we I mean, were going to be able to do a Warcraft Beginners podcast, and that changed quickly. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, it's partially because, A, you developed as a player very quickly over the last two years. Yeah, yep. that's true. And B, it's very hard to have that fresh beginner's eyes when you're like, yeah, my team just did 15 hours worth of wipes on Heroic. <laughs> you're not a warlord. Ha- you're not you're a warlord's baby, but you're not a warlord's baby anymore. You're not a baby no, anymore. No, I'm not. Not a baby. Not a baby. Um, I mean, yeah, and it's like as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, during the introduction, uh, at the very beginning of the the very first like five to ten episodes, I think, are us trying to fit in a weekly challenge and to specifically talk <laughs> about something challenge. that. The weekly challenges, yes, oh, you push those weekly challenges so goddamn hard, He's and we had still pushing them. We literally had no way them. of measuring them as a metric. There was He's literally no metric. There was literally no metric to measure them by. I mean, the idea was to give people something to do in game because, like, I I was trying to figure out what to do myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, no, no, and it, but nowadays, what do you do when you get in the game, Kevin? I do maintenance, basically. Uh-huh. It's basically like doing your chores. Like, you log in, yep. you do your emissary quest, you do your island expeditions, although that's not on many people's lists anymore. Um, you know, that kind of shit. I get I still I'm still getting on and doing island expeditions a little bit whenever I do actually get on I go and play a little bit of island expedition um, I absolutely hate it though yeah they're they're really not too fun I mean I jump on into island expeditions in any series but I don't know I, I don't think I like the these dungeons as much as I like the legion dungeons because I don't want to like 
honed methods out. You know what I mean? I don't want yeah. to do dungeons. I have done. I did Waycrest Manor, I think, and that's literally the only dungeon I've done the entire expansion. The dungeons I are cool normal. in this expansion. There's uh, like I haven't enjoyed them mechanics. as much, though. There's, I mean, there's unique fights. Like, there's trash that matters. I mean, they've made a lot yes. of improvements. Yeah, I said I need to get together with a group of people and just go run through like the normal mythics on them and see what's going on. But the pro- part of the problem is also it's like I'm picking up like a lot of like 370 gear and stuff. Hmm. I'm picking up like a lot of like raid quality gear just from the world. Mm-hmm. And that's like I'm like, eh, I think I've got a little too much. I don't really, really feel like going into doing that. Yeah, but that's you know? only going to get you so far. I mean. That will get you into mythics, basically. Like, dude, I have like four pieces of 370. Oh, yeah. I have like four pieces of 370 gear, and I have not gone to a single raid or LFR. Yeah, that's kind of... That's weird. I got like two pieces off of the uh, world boss in the place in Arathi, and then I got like a piece off of another world boss, and I think I got one... There's like a drop somewhere or something like that. I don't remember. I've got like three or four pieces of 370 gear. Hmm. So I'm just like, why do I need to go into mythics? Why do I need a dungeon? I don't. No, you can just over the course of time, you'll get enough 370s to be in line with everyone else. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so yeah, we definitely have had format, but we're, fairly settled on the formats i mean like i i'd like to hear what people think and what types of shows that they like listening to like one of my favorites i think is when we do what chris calls the tinfoil hat episode which is where Mm -hmm. we speculate on things about the game and like we get to voice our opinions on things that we would want done or things that we want to see in the game tinfoil hats more built around the lore and stuff but it does also give us a chance sometimes to talk about the like more outlandish potential game ideas we've had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of the things right. that we've talked about, like we had an episode called Dinosaur Poop Currency. And like there's going to be like currencies to get gear in the next thing. And it's like it's nice to to know that like we're, you know, on par with some of our ideas. They're not oh, completely, yeah. you know. I remember that episode. I remember that episode because it was the, the currency episode we did. It was one of the earliest mm-hmm. ones we did. It was uh, about various currencies. Yeah. No, we no, did. It no, wasn't we early. did it that recently. Was like, yeah, that was like during battle. Yeah. Because we were pissed off about like not getting gear to drop. We were pissed off at artifacts. Uh, we were pissed off at our Azerite <laughs> power. We were pissed off at Azerite gear and the lack of um the, the lack of actual gear from just how it was yeah 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 that's right and then we were just gonna trade everything for shit yeah that's right that's right hey go collect 10 bear asses and dinosaur poops here's there's your currency yep look what we got now which i'm okay with i'm okay with it it's it's whatevs um so yeah yeah, i mean it's like sorry go ahead what what about your guys's favorite type of show i chris you can go ahead if you'd like um, I liked some of the lore shows just because I liked sitting here listening to Gavril go on about it because he's a really good storyteller. Personally, although we haven't I, done a lore show in ages, yeah, we while. haven't done it in a while. Yeah. I do also like the shows where we break from just WoW and 
did some of the other uh, I like I love the heroes episodes that we did. I love the heroes yeah. episodes that we do. I personally my favorite kind of show that we do is the one where we literally go into it with absolutely no idea what we're doing. Isn't that like most weeks? Yes, but even more so the ones where we just do it completely freeform. Where mm. it's there's no really big topic and we're just kind of going into it and just having a conversation. Those are fun. I like those because I like having an unstructured conversation because I get I think I feel like I get a better a better grasp on what you all are talking about because you're not sitting there and reading from your show notes and you're not trying to read the pre-research stuff that we've done. Um, you know, it's just kind of like it's off the cuff and it's your opinion rather than the opinion that you've crafted. Mm-hmm. I, that's just yeah, me. I mean, I feel like the episodes that go well are ones where we get into those discussions and like the like the show we did last week we kind of started off you know and kind of went on went on a discussion that kind of took us to other places and we somehow got into like preparing for raid and and you know almost had a full show about that as well so i mean i agree with you i feel like we need some guardrails uh because there's you know it's better when we have a topic and we know what we're talking about whether it's prepared or not. Yeah, I mean, like an overarching topic, yes, I'm totally okay with that. But it's just like, I, I, my kind of ideal, sort of for me, the ideal show is just going into it and going like, okay, five minutes before the show, we go, okay, uh, this week we're talking about auction house experiences. Okay, we are going live in five, four, three, two, one kind of stuff, you know? That's my kind of ideal show. And, you know, just getting the off the cuff sort of opinions and views people have on it rather than what they've sat and done preparation work for. Yeah. As long as we don't go like way off into the weeds until like. Dude, that's the best best, Some of the best podcasts out there are the ones that go off in tangents. I don't care about the best podcasts. I just feel like personally. No, I mean, those are the ones that I listen to because it's what I, I like hearing tangents. I like hearing people having an idea and then just going off on it. That, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I like conversational. I, yeah. I, it's like, I, I like it to be very natural because does your co- Kevin, I don't know about you, but does every conversation you ever have just go straight through the same topic the whole way through? Yes. I don't know. My conversations always <laughs> ask. Listen to Chris and I talk about stuff sometimes and listen to you and me talk about stuff. Sometimes. You, know, you nimbles if you were going to, off about politics for like a half an hour before the hear, show today. If you want to hear like... Gary and I really go off in like tangents. Give us a lore topic. We'll oh, yeah. start on that. And then an hour later, we've jumped what through about it? 20 different Illidan? hoops to get to something completely different. What was it? The Illidan show, I think that was the worst one we did for that. Um, or it ended up becoming my I, I actually want to say it was the the Sylvanas show when we talked about the Windrunner sisters. I no, I think I want to say it was the, the show we did about Illidan that ended up really being about Maev. Yes. Yeah, it was. But well, they two go so close together. You, you can't talk about Illidan without talking about Maev and vice versa. We're doing it right now, by the way. I know. <laughs> so, Kevin, you were saying, buddy. Yeah. Well, those lore episodes, first of all, I can pay attention for like 20 minutes. And then somebody's memory fails and you start looking stuff up on the computer and like trying to fill in the gaps in your memory. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just sorry. like, you try and hold 10,000 years of story in your head. After 10,000 years, I'm finally free. Sorry. What happened Uh, the day before 10,000 years ago, Illidan Jesus? 
After well, 10,000 years. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I yeah, just like the lore episodes sometimes. are good. I like the lore episodes, too. I, I think for the lore episodes, we definitely do need to get a little bit more. We need to have the research pulled up in front of us. And the did, beginning. We did try that. We did. We were. We. So here's story time. <laughs> what was it? Aegwyn? And I think it was Aegwyn, right? The, uh, story the time Tomb Sargeras episode we did. Uh, boom, boom, Aegwin boom. I want tomb. you in my tomb. Yeah. Boom, boom. I want you in my tomb was uh, Aegwyn and the Tomb of Sargeras. We had all of that prepared and it was like we had everything like there and we wanted to do that. And then after that, we decided, let's do an actual split off. Let's do a, a lore podcast. Thus, yes. Was story, story time, time coast, coast, to coast to coast, which we talk about all the time and we have never actually sat down and recorded an episode of. That no, is a lie. We recorded episode. one episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, rec- we, recorded we recorded a Jane episode. Bastards we made me post the- it. Yeah. Um, and we've just never had the time to do more. Yeah. Well, we do a lot of shit nowadays. Mm-hmm. And, we, and, and plus, we also want to do that. We also want to do a, a D&D nerd podcast as well. We're not going to we're not having time to do. There's so many things. Yeah, there's we've, we've we have the classic create the content. I hate I hate by the way, I hate the phrase content creators. I really do. I really just hate that phrase. I, why? I, I don't know why it it sounds pretentious. I'm a content creator. You're a podcaster. Yeah, I I, I do all a encompassing phase as Stone yeah, has said. In the Stone, chat. yeah, and Stone is right. Stone is listening to the show right now, um, and he's right. It is an all encompassing phrase. So I mean, yes, it's it's correct technically to use in this case, but it's just like to me every time I say I'm a content creator, I just kind of want to punch myself in the throat. <laughs> okay. Mm, violent. You're a podcast creator. At uh, as podcaster. I, podcaster. I would just be yeah, a podcaster. I'm, just record yeah, your D and D games. We we've been we've, thinking about doing that. We've been thinking about that actually. We have been thinking yeah. about that. Yeah, but it's like with that, I definitely do not want to run through Audacity. Which I is, don't that's, want, no, that, no. Which that would by be way, something we would run through like uh, OBS or something. Yeah, so that's the other thing that one of the things has majorly changed. We've changed uh, several times how we record the show, actually. Mm, yeah. Accurate, yeah. We mentioned that um, a little bit. We mentioned that a little bit. Um, How many... T- we did, what, Zencaster? Aud- we started with Audacity, then we went to Zencaster, then we went to that other one. For, like, an episode. Actually, like that episode. one wasn't bad. That that one was better than Zencaster, and it's actually The cheaper. problem was that it was the post, it was the post yeah. tools not being available. Yeah, like Zencaster is fantastic for the post tools alone. It has great post uh, post processing tools, mm-hmm. but, but it had such a uh, big desync problem. Yeah, we had nothing but issues with desync. But yeah. the thing is, is that the other one we tried didn't really have issues with desync, if I remember correctly, right? It, not as bad, but not as bad. It was still but, there, and it still had to be manually edited, and. For people that don't realize, the desync is basically like someone's audio was going slightly faster or slower than someone else's, so you had to yeah. like manually parse out and like place their words like where they were needed, um, mm-hmm. which is a pain in the ass process. And you, I haven't had any of those problems with Audacity. It's just you know lining people up to start with. That's the main problem. 
and then everything else records correctly. Yeah, so everything mm-hmm. else goes at the same speed. Yep. Um, but, I mean, yeah, that was definitely one of the biggest problems we had was trying mm-hmm. to figure that out because, yeah, that was the and I mentioned earlier, that was the biggest goddamn problem I had doing that episode with Arlie was because holy shit. I had to redo her entire audio file basically from the start to finish because yeah. there were so many desync issues that were going on with her audio file comparatively. Yeah. Um, and I, that, that, that episode editing that episode made me realize just how much Kevin does end up actually doing yep. uh, behind the scenes on the audio, on the audio side, because it, it's like, it's not something you really think about. It's like, Oh, Hey, I'm not the audio editor. I don't have to think about what Kevin does in the background. Chris is just like, okay, merge the tracks, post it. Yep. Chris just I'm, merges I, tracks and posts it. <laughs> I'm not, I, I don't know how to do editing, so I don't do it. If I'm told to do it, I merge the tracks and post it because I don't know what I'm doing. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, if people are interested, I'm using a program that's called Ableton Live, which is like an audio creation program, but it has a very visual way of laying out the tracks and you can kind of like, adjust them by moving them around like with your mouse and like drag and dropping them so um it's actually really cool and it has a bunch of like post-processing tools that you can use yourself like i use gate filters and compressors and stuff on people's audio tracks to try to normalize the sound and different audio nerdy shit like that but um, yeah i i used audacity to edit my files that was a nightmare yeah uh I do do some post-processing post-processing out of Audacity. It has a really good way of um, uh, taking out the noise. There's a... Uh, the oh, the noise reduction using, still on Audacity? Yeah, the noise reduction. Mm-hmm. That really does cut down some of the background noise that's out You have it two passes and it's like there's nothing there. It's great. Yeah, that really does clean it up really well. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I recommend using Ableton or... Like you don't have to have a lot of knowledge. It's not as bad as um, like Logic, for example. Um, but it it offers you more than what you have in Audacity and makes it a lot easier. But yeah, and Stone is saying like, oh well, even calling you a podcaster means you know it could just be somebody sitting on a toilet recording themselves and uploading it and calling it a podcast. But like, how did you know Stone? <laughs> I was going to say I don't think Gabriel's ever been near a computer. At yeah. all when he's I mean, when regarding the show. I mean, the, something that I learned is that podcasting is like there's a fair amount of work in this, and um, mm-hmm. you know, it takes time to you know sit down, think of a topic, understand what you're going to talk about, and record it, and then post process it, and then post it, and then you know try to talk about it and get people to listen if you you know are into that kind of thing. And um, that is where we fucking fall down every time. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't do... do the engagement thing very well. Yeah. We I do mean, need to engage. We, more. we do engage like on our discord, but we don't engage a lot through social media. But, yeah. The discord, unfortunately is just like an echo chamber is the problem. Cause it's like the people who are in the discord are people who already listen yeah, to us. Generally. True. It's pretty mm-hmm. much the definition of an echo chamber. Yeah. And it's not to say that we dislike or we dis you know, discount, uh our 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 people that are in the discord uh we love all of you all thank you so much for joining um but at the same time it's like you know i i think we need to like make sure we get across the point that we do this for fun yep. this is not yeah 
we've mentioned this a million times. We don't have sponsors. We don't, you know, we don't have affiliate links or anything weird. It's like all we do, we do this for fun. This is a passion project for us. The um, amount of times that we have never had, we've never had a sponsor, but the amount of times we're like, go listen to this audiobook on Audible. It's great. Go use D&D Beyond. It's great. Go do this. Just because we're telling you things that we love. Yeah. Everything we do is a passion project. Mm-hmm. Um, we've never been sponsored. We've never, I, you know, depending on how much money we're talking about, um, you know, maybe in the future, sell out hashtag sell out. Um, but no, this is it. I think we're far too toxic for anyone to actually sponsor oh, us. Far, oh no, I don't know. D and D Beyond sponsors Critical Role, and they're pretty toxic, especially with Sam Regal on the show. Yeah, I think we're pretty toxic. I think we're a little bit more. I think it's all the cursing. We we don't we don't uh, we don't uh, really get a chance to uh, uh, get to that eight uh, that uh, twelve to uh, twenty. I don't know. know. Sam did talk about eating a baby once. Okey-dokey. I don't think we've ever done that. Um. See, I'm still being nice. I'm not talking. I'm not saying the words that I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> I'm a good person. I'm a good friend, Kevin. Yes. I, I'm gonna say something like auto cannibalism. Okay. <laughs> That's eating yourself, Kevin. Yes. Yes. He went there. Yes, I went there. Hashtag, um, uh, I don't know. IDK. So I would, Jill. I would say, like, you know, we're going to continue doing this for as long as we feel like we want to continue to do this and bringing you this type of content and still trying to refine what we're talking about. And I think, I think, in even in the past, you know, I'd say six months or so, um, we've kind of hit more of a groove and I'm noticing a change in our conversations and having it be more, you know, back and forth and, you know, getting some good points across and really getting into some interesting topics. So I'm, I'm pleased about that. I think I, I definitely think something that I can do is try to put a little bit more effort into my planning for your sake, if nothing else, Kevin, I'd appreciate that. I mean, I, I'm constantly thinking about things throughout the week of like, hey, we could have a topic about this or, you know, this might be a good idea and <clears throat> try to bring those things to the table. So, I mean, the more and that, you know, that should be what everybody's doing, like as they're playing games and as they're, you know, interacting with people online. I mean, it's just it happens. I'm my thing is that I'm one of those people that kind of like I try to fly by the seat of my pants as much as possible because I like to be able to pivot quickly. Um but I, I get where you're coming from, and I understand that it does make it, it can help make the content more compelling. If yeah. I do have some planning in place, so it's something I definitely need to try. And just playing games too, I think that big one. Like I play games; it's just different time zones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just like. I don't even know, mate. I just, I have a lot of, so many times it's like, I'm just here and I, I have no ability to like get my head around anything at the moment. So, which I know that whole statement made no sense. I and was trying to form yeah, my words that, and it did poor job. You know, just less drinking on Friday nights. I think you'll be fine. 
I haven't been drink every Friday night. I haven't been. I haven't been. I was. I almost said I haven't been sober for a single show. Um, <laughs> I haven't been hung over for a show in a while. <laughs> That's because I spent time with Kachi for a while, and that was a bad idea. Because mm. that guy has tolerance, I don't anymore. I have no tolerance, so. Um, it's kind of like how I feel on some days. You'll tolerate for me. <laughs> Sorry about that yawn there. Um, yeah. So I think. Do you all want to talk about anything else today? I, I think like that's, this. I think this is fine. Um, the other thing that I promised Chris is that we would branch out and do more different types of shows on different games over the next year. Cause he mm-hmm. wants to, you know, talk about heroes of the storm until he uh uh you know while he pleasures himself i think wow so um i think in that case we're just gonna go ahead and rebrand ourselves to act c that'll work what rather than being azeroth coast to coast we'll be act c a c t c act c i don't know literally act a c t c the thing that we're also going to have to think about is if we're branching out to games on the quote Blizzard launcher and there's other games that Blizzard's making that aren't on the Blizzard launcher, <clears throat> Diablo Immortal. Nope. 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 We stick to the launcher. PC only. PC Master Race. <laughs> will we be talking about those things? Um, nope. Nope. I nope. think, and nope. Kevin, I think the two of us will be able to have a conversation about it. Hmm. Chris also I... has a. Chris also has a phone. Do yes, you guys I think, not have I phones? Think, I think the only people here that will phones. actually be playing it will be you and me. I will give it a fair no, shake. Don't get me wrong. I will play it because it's fun, but I will not go out of my way to play it. I don't. I do not go out of my way to play mobile mobile games. I do not sit at my computer where I have all of my games and say, "Oh, you know what? I could play Hearthstone on my PC. Let's play it on my phone." I don't do that. I thought about that because Warframe just came out on Switch, and I'm like, mm-hmm. do I want to play this at 720p or do I want to play it at 1440p with 120 frames a second? And it's clear. I understand that. I mean, there's, but, you know, the thing is, is that there's times when I travel, there's times when Chris is on a train. I mean, those are times that could be spent playing mobile games. I mean, that's, right? that's, that's when I play mobile games. I go to break. I have 30 minutes. I play a mobile game. Yeah. You don't have time to drive home, boot up your PC, and... You then know. I play Hearthstone on my phone, or I play Candy Crush. Which I mean, is I don't, also a I don't, Blizzard Activision product. Yes, which is, is fine. But at the same point, it's not going to drain my battery to the point where I'm not going to have any battery charge. I don't play Pokemon Go anymore because I don't want to ro- walk around using fucking well, having like 10 battery packs in my pocket so I can charge my phone. We don't know if that's going to happen to Diablo Immortal because I don't think it's going to be using oh, constant come on. GPS. Look at, like, look, uh, at, look at the fucking Pokemon graphics on that thing. You'd yeah, but having actually, GP on, GPS on in the background while you play Pokemon Go, that is a huge battery drainer. I will play it if it doesn't drain my battery. It doesn't have a million and one microtransactions, and it doesn't become uh, a freemium yeah. game. It'll be a freemium game. Don't worry. Right then, I'm not going to play it. I don't want to play a fucking freemium Diablo game. I, I mean, want to play a Diablo kind game. Of playing a freemium Diablo right. game. Calm down, Chris. You already went off on that last week. 
I did. I did. You're you're starting it up again. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Oh dear. Um. So yeah, so, I think we definitely will talk about those games. Um, yeah, whether we're playing them or not. To branch out a little bit. I'm I'm interested to see what these different mobile games are and to talk about them on the podcast. Yeah. Uh. So to casually mention that, um, there are a lot of rumors and speculations and some confirmed informations flying around about uh, Blizzard opening up and doing more mobile games. Um, I believe they call it the Incubation Group. Was I think what I read? In, I think it was an, uh, an article on Kotaku Kotaku, or Polygon. Yes. It was Kotaku. Um, they mentioned very specifically that Blizzard now has what's called the Incubation Group, and it's this group that's designed to allow more senior and older developers a chance to have some freedom in what they develop, rather than working on these big, you know, decade-spanning game series or this this like this World of Warcraft behemoth. Um, they can go or work breaking on a off project. and starting their own company. Or breaking off of, starting- aren't, yeah. Um, it gives them a chance to develop smaller games and uh, gives them a chance to take a breather. Um, One of and- the rumors is um, a Warcraft Pokemon Go style game. Which I wonder what the fuck that would be. Is it like, am I going to be playing? Yeah. Is this like a Rothy Basin or something you're, where I'm going to capture? Am I going like to be running around capturing fucking Warcraft Legends? Am I going to throw a Pokeball at Sylvanas and try and capture her? <laughs> no, I think it would be pet based, right? All the pets they have. God, no. That Please would be the don't. F- here's the thing that would be the first thing I would expect to come out of Warcraft on mobile a pet battle game on mobile. That is what I would expect. And I would actually enjoy that because it's already something that's been no, built just, up in Warcraft that's just, that's just branching do, off. Just do an AR overlay game like Ingress or Pokemon Go. Why does it have to be AR? Who cares about AR? Just put a fucking pet battle game. On my phone. That's because you're obsessed with pet battles, Kevin. I'm not obsessed with pet battles, but I might actually try AR them. AR is it was all augmented rea- reality. Augmented, augmented reality. Yes. So Stone uh, AR is what's called augmented reality. You look at uh, Ingress or um, Pokemon Go. Those are both augmented reality. Or the new games. Walking Dead game. Yes. Yes, that is literally what it is. Stone. It is. Uh, it is not fully virtual reality because it is not completely replacing uh, everything you see. Right. It is just merely augmenting what is around you. Putting graphics on a camera that should, you know, is Which whatever it actually, is you're looking when at. When I played Pokemon Go, I didn't actually even use the augmented reality. I don't. I play with my wife because she likes to play it, so I, I don't use the aug- I play with my wife. Yes. I said that, so got a problem? Nope. Zing. Just, just phrasing. Okay. Thank you, Stone. <laughs> <Go> Stone. <laughs> Thank you, Stone. You're Canadian. You, I expected better of you, sir. Stone, what um, are you talking about? He says he likes to play with his wife. She doesn't play video games. This has gone to a complete tangent now. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck you all. Let's get it. Let's finish this show. Disparaging my wife. God damn it. I love Perry. Yeah, She's we, wonderful. We, um, we definitely had a little break from our normal format today to kind of talk about you know, what we've been doing over the past few years and how things are going, and I think that's a good kind of wrap up on that. I mean, I, it's uh, yeah, it's been ex- it's been an exciting few years. As I a point, though, we this. are officially in our terrible twos. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So look forward to more mediocre content in the future. More tantrums. Yep. 
Yeah, more tantrums, more mediocre mm-hmm. content. Um, so, guys, hey, Kevin. Yeah. What is your final thought? What's the last thing you want to say on all that before we go into don't do and do? Well, I'll, I'll kind of incorporate what I had written down there into my final topic, which is if you're passionate about something, then, you know, podcasting is one of those things that you can do to kind of get it out of your system and to have some interesting discussions with people who are also interested in that too. So I definitely recommend podcasting. Um, you know, Chris just basically said to me one day, like, okay, we're going to, we're going to do it today. And I'm like, all right, cool. And we like literally recorded a show and then we spent like three hours figuring out how to fucking get everything posted and hosted and all that other jazz. So, um, yeah, it's really, you know, it's been fun. I enjoy doing this. It's kind of ruined my Saturdays from like now, like when I don't have to do a show or like I have something going on, I do feel a sense of relief <laughs> because it's like, I'm sorry. It can, it's like three in the afternoon when I record, I have to, I lose my Saturday for you fuckers. Yeah. But, yeah. um, so yeah, I mean, I, I would like us to get better at like, Hey, let's get here. Let's bullshit for a half an hour. Let's get started. Let's record it and be done because it can be an all-day event, especially when I try to fit in post-processing and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, yep. yeah, but this is... I love doing this. I love you guys. You're like my brothers um, from International Mothers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I uh, Yeah, that's my final thoughts. Appreciate that, buddy. Uh, Mr. Christopher? Um... I want to kind of echo a little bit of what Kevin said in regards to if you if you have a drive to make content or just want to share your thoughts and opinions, do it. Because all it takes is a computer or a laptop, a mic, and you. That's all it takes. It's not hard to do. And when you get awesome people behind you to do it with, it's even better. And you have a lot of fun. And you grow as a person, although at the same time you want to murder the other people around you. Mm-hmm. That's what you usually do to people that you love. You murder them. Yes, you murder them. <laughs> or you want to. You don't always do it, but you want to. There's definitely days where I want to murder you guys. There's definitely days where I want to murder my sisters. But I have yet to ever do it because that's what friends and family are. They now, drive you, you mad. Kevin, you notice the phrasing he used there, yet. Mm-hmm. Yet what? He Still said possible. yet. Oh, yeah. He could murder me in my sleep. That's true. I mean, I know where you, you all live, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, ge- Although it would be awkward, like, hearing about him, like, planning a trip to America, and he won't tell us why. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like hell we would yeah, see guys, it I'm coming. heading to the States. I'm heading to Texas, guys. Oh, hey, that's great. When are you coming? Ah, sometime. <laughs> Eventually. Getting a visa would be a You'll little see. difficult, though. Like, um, can you declare what you're doing? (laughs) I'm here for a vacation to and to meet up with friends and then murder them. As he says that, like (laughs) stroking a knife (laughs) in the airport and then murder customs. (laughs) No, he just brings a 3D printer and he makes one when he gets here. Makes a knife when I get there. It's like, yeah, that's like, so do you have anything to declare? Uh, 3D printer. I do have a friend that could make a 3D, uh, make a knife with a 3D printer for me in Texas. Okay, okay, Kevin. Moving on. <laughs> it's getting a little hey, too Chris, real. Hey, Chris, I moved again. No, no, I, 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 genu- I genuinely love you guys. You guys are like some of the cl- the best people I know. So it's, I love <laughs> doing this show with you guys. 
<laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Um, thank you, buddy. Um, my final thought uh, for this episode uh, and for everything that we've been doing um, is that just have fun. Like, fuck, man. It's everybody's so caught up in being the best at something or doing all this other shit or, you know, being top tier or maximizing whatever. And it's like, just have fun. You're playing a fucking video game or you're talking with your friends on a Saturday morning or you're having your rolling polyhedral dice in an evening. Like you're not here to, you're not doing these things because you have to, you're doing these things because you want to. You're here to have fun. And that's why I keep doing this show is because I have fun. Like, I love both of these fucking idiots. They are goddamn morons, but I love them. They are like family in a lot of ways. Right back so, at you. Especially yeah. the moron part. <laughs> Especially the moron part. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like the, These guys are family. I have fun doing this. And I have had an amazing two years. And I hope we have... Uh, and another amazing two years ahead of this and more to go. So that's going to go ahead and be our show this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at AzerothCTC. Mr. Kevin over here is at SwingCat, and that's with a K. Mr. Chris is at Akari, A-K-A-R-I underscore mag. And I, of course, am at Gavril underscore E-T. That's two I's and one L. Uh, you can send emails uh, to the show uh, at fee- uh, to uh, feedback at azerothctc.com. Uh, for links for today's show, along with the uh, detailed show notes, you can visit our website at www.azerothctc.com. Uh, you can review us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever it is that you might uh, find and harvest these fine podcasts. Um, uh, that's really about it. Say uh, say bye, boys. Bye, bye boys. boys.